I believe that if you can define your purpose, you are 10 times better at your job. And I believe that if you do this, say you do this at the workshop and then you take this back to your business and you get everybody else in your business to do this, your business is going to go. Welcome to the Hustle Rebellion Show. We are on a mission to prove that being busy all the time does not always lead to success. We are business owners who are ready to stop wasting energy so we can be more productive. This podcast will give you the steps to stop hiding behind the hustle so you can start living the life you want. I'm your host, Heather Porter. Hello, and welcome back to episode 21. Now, I urge you to go listen to episode 20 because I have just announced a special live event that we have coming up from my business website, Love. And I just wanted to get you in that episode first before we go into this one. Because in this episode, I'm going to bring on my co-trainer for the event. And we're just going to have a little bit of fun banter back and forth around what you're going to learn over the two-day workshop just so you get to know him, his energy a little bit more, because he's going to be, again, my co-trainer, and he's going to be covering much more of the mindset stuff. So who's on this show? Who am I bringing in? Who's on my team that I'm talking about? His name is Adam Casey. Now, Adam totally knows his stuff, you guys, when it comes to growing businesses. He has 15 years of experience as an operations manager in the finance industry. He's launched and grown his own coaching business as well. And with our team, he is not only a business coach, but also he's on my sales team. So he basically decides if anyone that wants to work with my business is the right fit because we're particular with who we work with. We want to make sure that we can help you. So I thought he'd be the perfect mix with my energy on stage because I'm going to be coming from that sort of practical, tactical framework sort of element in this live event on how to grow your business. And he's going to come from a slightly different perspective but I'm not going to tell you what that is yet. You'll hear it coming up soon. So welcome to this episode, you guys. I'm really excited you're here. Really excited to talk to you more about the event. And let's bring Adam. All right, you guys. So I have the amazing Adam Casey, who has just joined me before I actually start to talk to you guys about why we're so ridiculously excited about this episode. I'll welcome Adam. Hello, Adam. How's it going? Hello. How are you? Very good. And glad you guys are excited because this has been a project that has been in the works for, well, from my perspective, a year, maybe even more. I've been dreaming about this and it is now going to happen. And that is that Website Love, my business, is putting on a live in-person trading later this year at the end of September in both Melbourne Sydney and live streamed. And you might be thinking like, why is this dude Adam on the session with you? (laughs) And I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory before we have him fill us in on a few things. So you've met him already in the intro I've given you. So I'm not going to go full on into that, but he's an amazing guy from the perspective of that. He has come onto my team not too long ago and is in sales. So if you guys have worked with us, chances are that you've probably potentially spoken to Adam on the phone. And I'm going to say beyond sales, he's a business coach and a mentor as well, as you've heard from his amazing intro and backstory. And Adam is going to step on stage with me throughout this event. We're actually going to co-train. And that's why I have him here, because we both want to share from different perspectives why we're so excited about this event, you guys. So, oh my gosh, we are going to get stuck in to this incredible conversation. So, 
backstory about the event, and then I'm going to throw it to Adam. So the event's two days. We are literally going to be talking around step by step through six steps, you guys, on how to grow your business from sort of that mid six-figure mark to over a million dollars. And it's going to be phenomenal. And I'm beyond excited because my background in events over the years, working with really powerful speakers, running my own events, being a trainer for Meta or AKA Facebook, teaching at the University of Sydney Center for Education. Like I've been teaching a long time and now I'm going to take the best of the best of the best and we're going to do it together. So I'm going to talk more about why I'm excited coming up. But Adam, I want to ask you, you're involved in this event as much as me. What's so cool and what's so exciting from your perspective? Exciting. Well, I mean, obviously there's the time. We've found three years of not being able to do certain things in person, which is just doing even an event or just even going to an event that has this sort of title to it, I would go anyway. So I'm excited about that. But personally, I'm excited because you're an enthusiastic person. Just to hear you talk would be actually quite amazing. (laughs) But I think we both love teaching. We both love giving out that sort of knowledge, giving that sort of ideas. And I mean, we would do it for free yeah, because it's extraordinary sort of experience. And I just love this sort of stuff. And you're going to get people in the room who have dreams, have ideas. They want to get somewhere. And obviously, they've tried stuff or read business books or maybe even got a coach or whatever else. But we are unique. Well, I think we're unique. And we're going to say stuff that just <laughs> going to go, it's going to get into their brain and they're going to go, what? I never thought of that. And we're not just going to tell them stuff. Yeah. Right? We're not just going to tell them stuff like it's day one, we tell them stuff, and then we spend 48 hours trying to sell them something. That's not what we're about. We're going to tell them stuff and then help them workshop it so that the ideas get in their brain. And being part of that sort of process is hugely exciting. I mean, I do it one-on-one all the time, but being able to do it with a group, there's something magical about that. So you can't keep me away. That's why I'm excited. There is. And you guys, like we, so I caught up with Adam not too long ago and we caught up in Melbourne because we like wanted to talk through the event together and what he's really good at and why I have him work with some of you guys as well is that Adam, you have a really amazing gift of like, I'll call it like the no BS monitor. <laughs> like, you know, you know, when somebody's words coming out of their mouth don't match the thoughts in their brain. <laughs> so that's why you're going to teach some elements in this event that are quite different for me. Like I'm going to come in, you guys, from a strategy perspective and formulas and frameworks on how to scale your business and, you know, how to really take those next steps to have a life that you really love where you're not hustling so hard and your business is the vehicle to get you there. I'm going to give you that perspective, but I would be doing you guys a disservice if I didn't bring in the whole other piece of this, which is that horrible, bad self-talk in your brain or the lack of belief that you can do it, all that stuff, which Adam excels in and he's worked with, I don't even know how many hundreds, maybe thousands of business owners to do just that. And that is to literally look at what's going on up in the mind. Yeah. Loads, right? And that's why we're this incredible team because I can come with a strategy and Adam, you're coming from a totally different angle. So what do you think makes this different from every other business conference or seminar that's out there? Well, I guess there's some sort of certain business seminars are going to focus on the business too, aren't they? So that you're thinking as a business owner or operator that you're, you're going to come in and you're going to learn some tools. But this is not just tools. This is you. Is if you can think differently about certain things, you change the entire picture. And if you're a business owner, especially if you want to get to that million, and obviously if you're going to get to a million, there's going to be the point where you want to get to from the one to three. That's the next stage after that. 
each one of those brackets requires you, the central person, to actually think different or have different ideas and to believe in yourself. But what does that mean? These are big questions. Like, you can look out there and like, what do I need to change? What do I need to buy for my business? Or what need to tech? And should I get chat GBT and all that kind of fun crap? But <laughs> if you are not evolving, your business isn't evolving. That's a fact. And like, seriously, like the evolution of these stages also requires that you get more staff. We know this, right? So you're going to get more staff and there's probably key things that you're doing that you're going to have to give up. And you're going to have to trust people. You're going to have to train people. All of that is about communication, everything else, which means, again, you have to evolve as a person, as a business owner, to be able to do that and to trust. Yeah. Because if you do and if you can, if you can inspire, that's where you get the results. But part of that means that you have to let go of some of your fears. What is my fear, right? So you're going to have to go, well, if I say this or if I say that, or if I'm the best at this, how can I train somebody else? Or what's going to happen if someone steals an idea, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of stuff going on there. Yeah. But if you realize, we're not talking woo-woo abundance, but if you realize that you are a source of abundance, you've got ideas for you to get to even the point you are today, which means you bet on yourself more times than most people around you. So you've already done it. It's just going, you've got the goods. Now we just need to evolve it so that you can go the next and the next. And that means that, and when you're in that place of abundance, the people around you trust you more, they're going to follow you more, and they're going to follow you when you make different decisions. Because to change or to grow or whatever else means that you're going to go out on a limb and you need people to trust you out on that limb. Because if they don't, you're out there by yourself and you're not growing. And you wonder why, oh, well, you know, I need new stuff. Oh, you need to find that spark need to trust yourself and you need to communicate it and you need to know when vulnerability is good and when strength is great and how to lead. And that means trusting your vision and a lot of other stuff. So it's yeah. so true. <laughs> you, the question. No, you know what you made me think yeah. about, Adam, actually, is that saying, who do you have to become? What person do you have to become in order to get the thing that you want? And most people can write down on paper. I need to grow my team. I need to delegate more. I need to understand my financial intelligence and my business, all that stuff. But they'll never get there if they don't have the piece that you just spoke about, right? No, no. Like, oh, I got to grow my team or I got to train them more. And I think, but they're still going to use the skill set that's, let's just say they got a skill at level 10, which is that communication, whatever else. And they go, well, now I'm just going to train stuff. But they're still using a skill set that served them to now, but it's not going to serve them. Yeah. So they're going to go, well, what fundamental pieces do I need to upgrade? Yeah. These are the questions. And it could be, and it's most likely, you know, your communication and a whole range of other stuff, which we will talk about we will. at the workshop. But you got to go, oh, right? you got to say, yes, I've had the goods to get to here. But whatever it is that got me here, probably every single piece of me needs to upgrade now. And that's not a scary thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just a going, okay, because you're upgrading skills. You are okay. You are awesome. But your skills can always be upgraded. And if you think, oh, I can't do that or whatever else, that's actually another mindset thing. Seriously. So because people say, well, I can't do it like that. I guarantee they're thinking of someone else doing it a different way that suits their personality. Like um, when I work with business owners and they want to get online, they want to do some marketing, and they know now I got to use my face. I got to talk about my business using my face. You know, I want to put it on my website or whatever else. And they go, wow, you know, and they're looking at someone else's doing it. They go, I can't do it that way. I'm no good at it. The reality is you haven't asked a question, how can I do it so I feel as comfortable as they do? 
or how can I do it so I feel like I'm talking as authentic as they do? It's not a question of whether you can or can't, it's how. And that is uh, a continuum that I like to talk about. You go from can't to can to how. Yeah. And once we get to how, awesome. And that's, again, what we want to really dig into in this workshop is to get you to that how place. Different parts of your business, because if you're in how place, you're building. You're not going, this is who I am or whatever else. I'm precious about that. It's like, no, no, no. Everything's on the table. What do I have to? Because we don't ask you to change who you are. Just asking and want to help you upgrade. Yeah. When you upgrade, boom, guess who gets all the benefits? You do, right? And we get the fun to watch, right? Love it. <laughs> Such a good answer. Yeah. So I think because you're talking about the how, I, I want to briefly tell you guys a just very big picture of what you're going to learn in the two days we're going to spend together. Again, whether that's you join us in person in Sydney or Melbourne, which is in person is always going to be preferable or on the live streaming, because I know we have listeners on this podcast in Belgium. Hello, guys. We have in Fiji. We have the US. We have really cool people all over the world that can join us too. But here's what we're going to cover in the in big picture in the two days. And then I'm going to actually have Adam tell you you know, maybe a few of his top things that he's most kind of excited about teaching you in these sessions. So day one, step one. So remember, we're taking you through a framework and a formula on how to get from where you are now, which is sort of, you know, $300,000, $500,000 ballpark area in your business revenue up to over one mil. So day one is three steps. We have step one, which is the purpose of your business and how much revenue you want to make. Step two, developing one signature package to get you there fast. Step three, how to choose your USP and establish your new reputation. This is important, you guys, your new reputation to reel in the higher rates that you want to make in your business. Then day two, going to do three more steps. So step four on day two, how to create an irresistible and scalable and scalable being key offer. So doing business with you is a no brainer, but also so that you love doing business as well. Step five, the channels to focus on so you can easily increase your prices and sell your new scalable offer. And step six, we're going to roll up with how to fine-tune, track, and measure your new sales conversions. Guys, this is the main difference between a six and a seven-figure business. So we are literally hand-holding you, workshopping with you, having you test your new ways of talking about your business, what you sell with other people in the room, step by step by step. So by the time you leave with all the stuff that Adam's going to share, you are going to be on fire and have such a renewed hope and vision and excitement for your business again, and literally know how you're going to get from where you are now to where you want to be. So Adam, with all that said, because you are going to cover a lot of this stuff, are there like a few things in there that you're just like, oh my God, I just, I have to tell the guys, this is what we're going to talk about. Over to you. (laughs) Yeah. I just want to say one thing. It's kind of interesting because what it popped into my mind, that stream of consciousness, but yeah, some people might be listening and think, oh, that sounds like I might be a little uncomfortable. Or, you know, something like that. And I think it's a really good idea to get comfortable with being uncomfortable because some of you probably have children. I guarantee your children have gone to do like some sort of camp or some sort of learning. And they're like, oh, I, I'm a little worried. I'm a little this. They're going to stretch me. And you've always said, yeah, but you'd be really happy after you've done it. You'd be really happy when you've got those skills. You'd be really happy that you're stuck with it. I think you need, this is you, starting right now before you even sign up for this thing. You've got to actually start saying that to yourself. If I feel just a tiny little bit uncomfortable because I think this is actually going to grow me, this is what you want. That should be magnetic. You go, oh, I want to grow, right? I want to grow. And then you look at us, you go, well, these people seem okay. 
They're going to look after me. So wouldn't that be a good place to grow? I mean, it's two days. Yeah. We can handle two days. You can handle two days of anything. So I suggest if it just starts to creep in there, you go, yes. But you don't want to go to something boring. It's just going to teach you some stuff and you hear some wonderful things and you get motivated and you go home and you forget everything. What's the point? That's just filling your weekend. So yeah, but saying that, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Okay. So we're going to look at a couple of things or a couple of things that I'm really happy about. Like one is, and these are just in no particular order, it's like how to truly look after your, your clients during the sale and after. That's a really big one for me because a lot of people don't look after. And actually, they don't even look during. Talk to business owners and people in sales and they take the eye off the ball the second the sale starts coming. They think they have to close or whatever else and they forget the person that they're selling to. And why is that? No idea. But I actually talk through that because you don't want to forget them ever, right? You need to look after them because they're watching you. They're testing you. People think objections are objections. Sometimes they're just testing you to see whether you are still seeing them. So we, we, we talk about that. So how to define your purpose in your business. That's an interesting one too. Because I believe that if you can define your purpose, you are 10 times better at your job. And I believe that if you do this, say you do this at the workshop and then you take this back to your business and you get everybody else in your business to do this, your business is going to go. People know what their job is. And if you think they do, I guarantee they don't. I talk to people from all the way up to like um, barrister level and stuff like that. And I ask them, what's your purpose? They might tell me a PD. So that's not your purpose. That's all fancy. But what's your actual purpose in this business? And if you can define it, sometimes it defines you. And now you've got the filter yeah. for the rest of your work. So you'll be 10 times better. So that's a really good one. Enthusiasm. All right. Now I'm using the word enthusiasm. Sometimes I'll use the word passion, passionate. But some people get a little, you know, because there are people who have quiet passion. We can be quiet. But some people are afraid of the words. I'm going to say enthusiasm. But enthusiasm is worth more to you than the latest gimmick. You're looking for the latest gimmick. You're listening to other people's podcasts. Ours is awesome, obviously. (laughs) And you might think, oh, it's the gimmick. I'll try that. But if it doesn't connect to you, if it doesn't have enthusiasm behind it, when you use it, it's not going to work. So I want you to reconnect. I'm going to help you reconnect with that. We're going to help you reconnect with that. How to not be afraid to charge the value of your product. Oh my goodness. So that's a huge one, right? So people are looking at it sometimes with numbers and whatever else. Uh, I love it when, no, the market will pay this. Says who? What's the value of it? Because there is such a thing that if you undervalue something, the market gets suspicious. And they'll say, why are you selling it so cheap? If they're suspicious, they're not going to buy So you have to figure out what the value is and you have to trust that. And then if people aren't buying it, you've got to go, then how do I talk about it different? Bring in those other pieces. How do I bring in my enthusiasm, my marketing, stuff like that? That's what it comes down to. It's not, oh, I got to underprice it or whatever else. It's usually not that at all. The old um, story I like to say that if someone on Facebook Marketplace with everyone seeing something for sale on there, if someone's selling a Ferrari for $10, your question always is, What's wrong with it? (laughs) You're not, hey, I've got a bargain. It's what's wrong with it. So we need to look at that as well. So, and communicating effectively. You do that and that is your absolute superpower. We need to really dig into that, what that looks like because there's a whole, well, there's a session on that, I think, Heather. But that's a really big thing. And as I was talking about before, 
if you want to be effective where you are today and if you want to raise the revenue, if you want to raise your business higher and then go even higher still, that requires you getting in touch with what communication is and getting really good at it. And by the way, you don't need to change you. This is just one of those skills you need to get better at. Anyone can get better at it because you just have to define what it is. Once you do, superpower. And then you go, I didn't know. Yeah. Because a lot of this stuff, all of this stuff is centered around we have to help you figure out how to do it in your way. We're going to show you what the certain skills are. We're going to show you what the paradigms are. But then you're going to go, how do I do it? Great freaking question. Ask that question. How do I do it? As opposed to, well, I can't do that because I'm not you. Well, you can't do it my way, but you can do it your way and it would be just as good. And that's what we need to get you in touch with. And so when you're thinking, ah, oh, this might be a little uncomfortable, and then you're going to go, I'm the happiest I've ever been. Because it's like I've just got permission to be myself. Yeah. So we want you to be, but in a place and then use you and your upgraded skills to upgrade your business and just go, oh, business is fun. Yeah, a lot of the times it is. Look at Heather. She's happy all the freaking time. You got to <laughs> wonder. Wonder because she's doing it her own way, right? You yeah. got to do it your way. And use the skills right and stop copying other people. Because it doesn't work. I actually had this epiphany. I was going to bring it up later. Yeah. It's epiphany. Hey, Hustle Rebels. Did you know this podcast is brought to you by Website Love? That's my business. To help you cut back on the busyness in your business, a good place to start is to get your foundations right. I have two gifts for you to help you get your website working better. Watch the video masterclass, six things your website needs to get more customers, or download the ultimate checklist, a 14-step plan to patch the leaks on your website. Just visit hustlerebellion.com now and scroll down to get access. Ready for an epiphany? Yes, please. Okay, so everybody copies, right? And you're doing marketing, whatever else, and then people going, I'm going to research what the competition's doing and whatever else. And here's the key question. How do you know whether you're copying their success or copying their failure? <laughs> How do you know? Oh, I love that so right? much. Yes. You can go anywhere. You can go marketing, whatever else, and you go, that looks great. We should do it that way. How do you know that's not failing? That's their failure. You don't know. You got to be careful. I want that just to go in your brain. You don't know. So sometimes you're going to go, okay, I've got to take a step back. Blindly copying might be the worst thing I can do. So then what do I do? Well, we can help with that. But that's a really good question. I want that to roll it down. So this is my habit as a coach. Write that question down. How do I know whether I'm copying their success or their failures? There you go. Man, Adam. So what I love about Adam and I is that we're always thinking similar things. And it's so crazy because the fact that you just said that, you probably don't even know that I say that all the time to people whenever I'm doing a training or whether it's a training on stage. Yeah, 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 totally. But in a slightly different way. So the different angle is basically this. If you go out and you try and copy a website or you copy like a marketing funnel online, exactly what you said, how do you know that that's not their worst one? Just because it exists, what if they're testing 20 of them and you happen to, to roll upon the one because you clicked on the one Facebook ad that they're testing? There's so many assumptions people make these days that like just because somebody else is doing it must mean it works. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, man. 
I love it. I love it. You said that. Yeah. Oh, they look good or that works or that looks polished. Yeah. It doesn't mean it works. It doesn't mean it works. So then that comes down to right at the end. We got to define what you're in here for. Absolutely. If you just want to look pretty, that's your business success. Well, I think you're in the wrong game. You probably want to be an influencer. And frankly, I don't think a lot of those people are influencing anybody. Just saying. But if you're in business for a purpose and that's what you got to connect to. And obviously it's this revenue and there's, there's lifestyle choices and there's family and there's, you know, whatever. That's a whole different ball game. We got to go, I don't want to copy those people because they don't have the same goals as me. So who do I want to copy? Well, maybe I don't want to copy anybody. Maybe I want to get this right first. Yeah. And maybe I want to go to a workshop, <laughs> figure out me. Yes. Then everything else can flow. Because if I can define that, yeah. what my vision is, where I want to go, and I stick to that definition, sky's the limit. So what's really cool, and I'm giving you full opportunity, Adam, to break right now as well. But when I met up with Adam, like we're very open <laughs> in, okay. you know, in colleagues in business and stuff, a big part of growing is you have to be vulnerable and you have got to like, say, I have blocks around these certain things and be able to look at that very honestly around yourself. And when I met up with Adam, I was talking to him and to be very vulnerable with you guys listening, I said to him straight away in our meeting, I'm like, I'm so blocked about this event. And the reason why is because my background is putting together 10,000 person seminars for people like Tony Robbins, standing on people's stages, but I didn't have to fill the room. I show up and there's already a thousand people in the room. And suddenly I had this total like freak out moment for the last few months. And I was literally going well, who am I to do this? And why me? And how am I going to get people in the room? And I was very open with Adam. And I'm like, you know, this is how I'm feeling about all this. And I will tell you guys, Adam is really gifted at understanding blocks and not letting, coming from a different perspective as not being a startup anymore. If you guys are on that scale path, you've already been through some shit. Like you've been through the highs and the lows and that entrepreneurial roller coaster ride, which is hard work. There's a reason why so many people are not business owners, you guys, because not many people want to do it. So if you've gotten to where you are now and you're scaling and you're growing, you are ready to be open and take some advice and look at yourself. So all that to say, Adam's really good with blocks, but I also want you to brag about yourself, Adam, too. Like, tell me a little bit around business owners that you've worked over the years. Like, what are some of the things that you've helped people through? Why do you think, you know, people have got to be there to listen to what you have to say at the event? Ooh, big questions. Well, I think, yes, my superpower is coming at things from a different perspective. So that is true. So obviously, when I was younger, I didn't see it as a superpower, right? Because it get you into trouble a little bit, but at the same point, because I've been like this all my life, like I've been leading people and managing stuff since I was just outside of high school because I'd take a part-time job or whatever else, even in high school, and then I would say, how about this? How about that? Have you thought about that? They probably thought they were hiring someone who would just do the job, but it's not my nature. And I go, we probably could do it better this way or that way, and I always got promoted, which is lovely. But obviously then every time you get promoted, you put somewhere and it's like, oh my God, what do I do? And because of that history I've had, I had to learn quickly how to influence in a way that I like a very, very ethical way. But because I was leading people who were like twice, three times my age as a young person, it's like, how do I influence these people? How do I respect them, influence them and not take it personal when they think that I'm a joke? And they only thought I was a joke because you're like, 
they've been there 20 years and you've been there three seconds and they're like, why are you above me? And part of that is learning what your value is. I think it's a really important thing to, to learn what your value is, learn what you do that other people don't. And you've got to remind yourself because as a business owner, it's super easy to figure out what's not working. It's super easy even to point out to yourself, oh, I don't have this or I'm not that or I'm not good at that and notice flaws. Sure, that's easy. But how about what you're good at, what your superpowers are, and my favorite, what you're above average in? Because as what you pointed out, Heather, like a lot don't realize or they forget that 90% of your friends, usually if you're a business owner, they're literally scared shitless of the idea of running their own business. And you've got to understand, I don't know why. Like we think, well, isn't it the greatest freedom and stuff like that? But for them, predictability is more important than that freedom. And so they literally are. They look at you and they might go, oh, it's great what you're doing, whatever else, but it freaks them out. And so little things like that, you've got to remind yourself that you already have a level of courage that's above average. If you can just plot that stuff and you realize like that. And so, and early on, what I realized is that when I would step into management, I'm more of a leader than a manager, but I would do it in leadership. And I recognized that most people didn't want that job. They wanted the title, not the job, because they didn't want the responsibility, right? And I'm like, but that's the part I like. I want to be responsible. I want to make sure that everyone can do their job and whatever else. I want to keep working on, like, right through, I even managed a flag factory and right into doing operations management, finance. And it was always, when I was communicating something, training people, whatever else, if they didn't get it, my question was, how can I change what I'm saying so that they hear me? Because it's not on them right? The last 0.1% is on them. Like if they know what I'm saying and they're just fucking around, well, then that's when we have to have a different conversation. But mostly it's like, okay, what do I change about me? And that has to come from a place of strength, not weakness. Because if you're saying what has to change about me and you're feeling weakness, then people will just pile on you because they could smell blood in the water. So that's why I'm saying if you just know what your values are and you stand on those, then when you look at upgrading things, you're upgrading from a place of strength. You're the rock in the ocean. The ocean can come over you. You just keep on going. Yeah. Are there hard days? Absolutely. But you just keep on going because you want to keep on going and you keep realizing. And those realizations stay with you. Like I teach leadership. So that like anybody who comes to this workshop, if they say, can you just teach a bit more about leadership? Because communication always goes into leadership. I'm like, absolutely. Because it's an awesome thing. Right? And everyone can lead in their own way. But you got to know, and that's another thing. If you want to grow your business, here's the thing. There has to be a leader in that business. And if it's not you, and or if you think it's not you, it still could be you. And if it is, you got to hone those skills. If it isn't, you're probably going to have to hire one. But don't hire one and think, well, then I'll lose. Oh, right? It's not about ego. If you're the business owner, you're the business owner. I worked with this woman the other day. She created this business where it was um, childcare and stuff like that. And then it got big, a couple of different um, childcare places, whatever else. And then she was diversifying. She's got this new business she's investing in. Because as we know, business owners, they're like, well, what else can I invest in? And they start becoming intellectual magpies. Great. But she was having this crisis. And so I just did like two sessions with her. just to, But I was like, well, what's the crisis? She's like, well, they all see me as the business owner here. They see me as this. They see me as the go-to person. Like even, you know, when I'm not there and I only go there once a week on certain ones, they ask where I am. I said, so they expect that of you. Yeah, no, no. 
that's the identity that you're sitting in. I said, there's a couple of key issues there. You haven't empowered your manager or your managers. You haven't empowered them, for starters. And you're sitting in that identity. I guarantee they don't see you just as the person who runs that place. They don't. They see you as a business owner. And as a business owner, you can do whatever the frick you want. If you're going, now I've got three businesses, I've got 10, or I'm doing this, or I come in once a week because now I'm doing so well that I'm in Hawaii, that's who you are. You get to decide, right? And it's really awesome. But the first thing is the communication, the empowering. Once you do that, you don't even have to work at all. You can just show up and say, how is everyone going? Because guess what? It's still your business. You don't lose it. And people think, well, I've got somebody else, or I hired a great manager, or I got this, and they're really great, and oh, am I losing my business? You still own it. That's influence and communication and coming from a place of strength. Your strength is, it's mine. I can do what I want, obviously. You know, so there's a lot of things going on. But I come at it from that place, and as you're saying, the no BS place. Yeah. It's like, let's just look at what is. Not what is to break a person down. But just from that what is, I'm just going to say, this is what people actually think. Because if you study human behavior and how people actually, what they actually care about, you can just see it. You can go, well, they think this. No, it's like someone's you know, saying that people think bad of me. Like I was working with someone who said, when I walk in a room, when I go to networking and you know, I just know a lot of people don't like me. So they don't know you. What do you mean they don't like you? They don't even know you. It's not even possible. And if you think they don't like you, you got to interpret the glances like that. Because this is the fun thing. I know I'm going on, but <laughs> you know, like networking events, this is one of my big things. And I've worked with many people on this and I go, oh, I like to go to networking events because there's opportunities and whatever else. I say, well, what do you say when you meet someone? And they go, rah, rah, rah. and they always say the same thing. They've got their elevated pitch, you know, all good. And my question, I guarantee 100% of the time is, where's the you in that? I'm this, I do this, I offer this, here's my thing, whatever else. I says, where's you? Like, what do you mean? It's like, I just met you. You're telling me all of that. Why would I care unless I know why you're doing it? If you say why you're doing it, and I've only got 30 seconds, now I'm connected to what you sell. Because now I know about you. That's all I've got. If you're just throwing a product at me, what do you want me to do with it? It's interesting that the people leave themselves out. You don't need to be afraid of you. You should be your biggest supporter. Because you know what? The right customers and clients and whatever else, they're going to love you. And the other ones, they're going to be indifferent. That's how it works. It's not love and hate. It's love and indifference. And guess what? We're the same. I love that. Someone tries to sell me a sailboat. I'm indifferent. I don't want a sailboat. And you know what? nothing wrong with that person. I just don't want a sailboat. And that's okay. <laughs> but if they're passionate about that sailboat, I guarantee I will remember. And then when someone says, oh, I'm looking for a sailboat, I'm going to like, what's that person's name who's really enthusiastic about the sailboat? And I'm going to pass it on. Of course I am. That's the key. You can't just focus on the one moment and then judge your success or your business success or whatever else in the moment. Business owners have got to think of today and tomorrow, and they've got to think of the seasons, and they've got to think of the years, and they've got to think of what their goals are. You've got to plan for all of that. But once you do, off you go. Like if you have downturns in wintertime, that's when people go on holiday. You go, I love this. I planned ahead for this. And we're going to have twice as many staff on in summer because that's where we make the money. You don't freak out about it. You plan for it. And then you love it because people can smell 
when you're freaking out. And if you don't freak out, this actually, this is a true story and you know this, Heather. Yeah. One of my, like I have rules when I'm business coaching. One of my business rules is don't be weird. Can I talk about this? It's a bit of a weird one. Yeah, talk about it. Like as a business owner, don't be weird. So if you're talking about product or whatever else and you're establishing yourself, if you get weird about anything, and sometimes like people get like, we will actually workshop this, but if you get weird about your prices or whatever else, like if you've had a conversation with someone, whether it's a call or in person, and you've just upped your prices, do you think, you know what, it's actually worth it? And then you've had this conversation, like you're feeling uh, knowledgeable, passionate about it, and they're like, yeah, yeah, this sounds like a good product. And then because you've upped your prices and you haven't worked out yourself, and then you start getting weird, guess what? So do they. <laughs> you've basically said, I'm the expert, and they've accepted the fact that you're the expert. And then when the expert starts acting weird about anything, so do they. It's the golden rule right there. So you can't be weird. You just don't be weird. doesn't matter what it is. You're just going to go, okay. It's like, I promise I'll finish with this bit, but it's just like, you know, people say, oh, I get sometimes funny about the money thing or whatever else, because even business owners, they go, but I don't like the sales bit on sales and whatever else. You know, I get to that point and I got to talk about it. I'm like, it's the strangest thing in the world. When you're talking about a product, we know it costs money. It's not like we get to the end and then you get to the price and we're really weirded out that you're going to charge us now. <laughs> I don't understand this. Honestly, I like to say it's like going to a restaurant and then you go to a restaurant and then you have a great meal and whatever else and you're walking out the door and the waiter or whatever else says, oh, sir, you bill. And then you're like, I'm getting charged. What is this? I can't believe it. It's like, it's ridiculous. Of course you expect it. So you just got to go, and this is why, you know, coming at it from a different perspective, you got to know that they expect it. You got to know what's going on. So then it's just, I just got to put my best foot forward and be me and train my staff and they'll do it for me too and et cetera, et cetera. And then the right person will say yes. And then, you know, you look after them. That's what I said. Talk about how to look after a person during the sale. Absolutely brilliant. You look after them. It's just, don't be weird. Don't be weird, you guys. So two things with that, you guys, you've gotten to hear like a real great sample of Adam. And like, I'm sure that there's a few things in there for you right now. If you're listening to this right now, there's a few things that he's just given you that you know you needed to hear, right? And you've only just heard him get started. There's so many cool things that he's going to cover in this <laughs> event. Like this is just the tip of the iceberg. But he really is a gifted business coach. He's going to push your buttons, you guys. As we wrap up, Adam, is there any last little comment or perhaps something that you hope that somebody's going to get out of this event when they join us? Yeah. Look, there's different people at different perspectives or different timeframes in their business. And maybe you've had your business for a while and maybe you think you've reached the ceiling. Maybe you're just starting out and you just think, well, am I the right person? Is this going to work? I think... What you've got to understand is it doesn't matter who you are. If you want what we're talking about, if you want to get your business to the next level, it's not about who you are, who you think you are as far as what's reflected in others. I say, if you want what we're talking about, have the courage to come along. We'll take care of you. That's the point. We'll take care of you. We'll teach you stuff that will make you know that you're capable and what you can do. But just come along. Don't think, oh, is that for me? Yes, it is. If you want the outcome, it is for you. Absolutely. This is the safe place. I talked about uncomfortable. It's only uncomfortable because we change. It's uncomfortable learning something new, and that's fine. But if it's in the right environment, 
That's the type of person we want or people we want. It's not about whether I'm A type, I'm going to smash it. This is about, no, 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 I've got something and I want to increase my quality of life. I want to increase my business and help my family and stuff. That's the type of person we want to help. You got something, we want to help you take it to the next level. So I'm saying, don't feel like, is it for me? Yes, it is. We want to help you. Genuinely, we want to help you and we're going to have fun doing it because you, that type of person, you, you are our success story. You're the one we talk about afterwards, right? You're the one we bet on. You've already bet on yourself. You just keep on going. Oh, I loved it. Thank you so much. That was a perfect way to close. And guys, I hope you got some interesting little nuggets out of this episode, just even with what we said. And hopefully you're now interested even more about the event because I am going to be rolling out some individual episodes breaking into each of the six steps we spoke about earlier. So you'll start to really see what's coming in this incredible live event. Adam, that's it so far. I might just have to have you on and dive a little deeper coming up soon. But for this episode, thank you so much. Welcome. Thank you. Hey, Hustle Rebels. If you enjoyed tuning in, you have to check out hustlerebellion.com. It's where you get access to the special resources mentioned in these episodes and can watch the video versions. If this episode gave you a few tips to help you run your business better so you can live a more joyful life, please rate and review it and pass it along to a fellow business owner. As always, thank you for your support.